All right, Primo, here we go. NFL Week 9. That's right. We're over the hump, over halfway through the season. We kind of know what teams are what. Philadelphia Eagles look to like be Tier 1. They 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 look crazy, Primo. Like they they look unstoppable. Offense and defense. They even made some moves in the trade day deadline oh. to get better. Um, they just put up a, a whooping on Off. the. What's that? Say that they, again. They got, the, they got the offense, and now they're loading up on defense too. They're you know they got the they got it on paper. They're ready. Yeah, and AJ Brown is that dude, right? He is definitely to me. To no. me. No shit. <laughs> to me, uh, like, I'm sure because he's the quarterback, Jalen Hurts is going to get all the MVP votes, all that stuff. But for me, A.J. Brown is that dude that took him over the over the hump. Um, he, what do you have, like 160-some yards receiving on six catches, three touchdowns in the first half. I mean, just went nuts last week. Meantime, we're trotting out Cody Hollister out there as Tennessee Titans. Yeah, the the guy, you know what's crazy about A.J. Brown is I feel like because the camera angles are so much closer on plays in the end zone, that like in the game, he looks like a, right, like a strong wide receiver. But in the end zone, like when he scores a touchdown and they get up on him in like different angles, the dude is a monster. He is monstrous. He looks so much bigger than every DB that is like guarding him. That it's just like, damn, how do you let go of somebody that is just like that huge? Like, that's not somebody that you trade. That's the guy that you keep. I can't believe. And I can't believe he's on that team. They're so loaded. They look so good. Although I will say this. I, I did look at their schedule, like who they beat. And it's... It's not that impressive who they beat. It, I'm not discounting that they're probably the best team in the league, but they're not. They didn't have like really crazy, you know, crazy competition in the way that maybe some other teams have faced um, along the season. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, and and it, it's not getting tougher, right? I think their schedule is is look. To me, the the next up and coming game that they could lose is like what four weeks away when they play the Titans, right? And I know like AJ Brown's about to go for two hundred something yards in that game, but they yeah. I already told you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take my AJ Brown jersey and just for the sake of being an angry sports fan, I'm burning it in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm gonna try to keep it away from fire and do those things, but. I, I feel like I got to. Like, yeah. What else am I gonna do with that? No. What am no. I gonna do? Hey, do do it for the clout. Do it for the clicks. Right. Do it for like everybody. Get your phone. Yeah, get your phones out. Maybe Everyone. maybe you know do some voodoo. Take it to a brujeria to put some like curse on it or something, <laughs> and then uh, and then burn it out there. Yeah. I mean, don't like I said. The, the reason I say that we have a chance in that game and that's down the road as we go. But they are they're not that good at stopping the run. Right, I think they're ranked number 29 in the league at stopping the run on defense. The problem is you get so far behind these guys that you need to start passing the ball. And yeah. so you don't have the opportunity to, to run the ball. So 
Um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Our no, DBs on him. He, he's gonna embarrass them. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to double. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, going again, keeping up, going up into uh, week nine. There, there's to me again the game of the week, and we'll talk about that later. But the game of the week is definitely Sunday night game, Titans versus Chiefs. Hell yeah! Uh, we oh talked. Yeah, we talked. Uh, I'm. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we. Let's go ahead and talk it out right now. I am nervous <laughs> about the. I'm not excited. Yeah, can't hold it back. Can't hold it. Can't yeah, hold not, this, let's just roll with it. I am not excited for this game. I am nervous for this game. And I'm saying I'm nervous for this game because the last time that, yeah, the last time we were on a national televised game, we straight got manhandled. Right? Yeah, that was not nice. It was not. It was 44 uh, points the Bills put up on us. The first game in a long time that I can remember, I turned it off in the third quarter for my mental health. For my yeah, I'll never forget that Never. Yeah, that reminded me of uh, had to be what over a decade ago when we went into uh, New England in the snowy weather. Yeah, I yeah. watched that game with you. You know what? You know what I remember about that game is that that was the first game that we talked about going to, right? Yes. Oh, right. I was, I was, I was like, thank God we didn't go to that game. Yeah, no. I I would have been very upset that we would have spent money to watch that happen in that game of snow because I would have been like, we would have been miserable. Yeah, we've been so That miserable. game was really. I got to give it up to that, that friend that I saw that game with. He did not embarrass me. He didn't gloat. Like, it was so bad of a beating that he couldn't gloat. It was just like, it, he knew that if he gloated, he'd be like the asshole, right? Like, who gloats at like a, what did they put up, like 62 or something? It was something like, not right. Yeah, I like, think it was like, like 55, mercy, mercy. 55 or 58 to 0 or 3. It I think was Chris bad. Johnson had crazy run in the snow and I remember being like, can't even root for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even get excited. Yeah, whatever. yeah, for real. But now going and looking into the Sunday night game, um, it's kind of it's it's a show me game to me for the Tennessee Titans, right? We have won five in a row. We started out the season zero and two. Um, yep. The running game is is back in full effect. Uh, Derrick Henry, King Henry, had over two hundred yards rushing last week against the Houston Texans. So uh, it's going to be about us, you know, controlling the time, running with Derrick Henry, um, keeping the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands, and and we're just going to have to have. I, I will say this: if we don't have Tannehill on the field, though, we're not. This is not going to be a good game. Yeah, I, and I, that's exactly where I was going. I was about to say that I actually, I know this is going to sound bad, but I actually think that we should not start Tannehill. Because if we're talking about a game where the odds are already against us, against a very like powerful team like that, I know it's football, so it's very different. But I almost feel like going that route of like, if if we're not a hundred percent, let's not risk Tannehill being hurt for the rest of the year, particularly because it's a foot injury, right? Like that's different than like like some sort of soreness somewhere or something in like the upper body, right? This is like this guy is going to be stepping hard on that on a regular basis 
And how are we going to risk him for the rest of the year? Because I don't believe in risking him at this point in the year after going five wins in a row. And I think that if he's not 100% or if there's any hesitation in his, like, in his, like, uh, footwork, you got to put Malik Willis in. And, and create, like, this is, like, this is where you become really great coaches and show how good a coaching you are. Like, you write a great uh, game plan, sorry, for Malik Willis to be able to do what he does best and in a controlled way. And obviously, you're still going to run with Derrick Henry. But get him some easy throws. Like, I feel like they've been trying to use this guy, throw him down the field. It's like, yo, throw him some things. Give him some easy stuff to at least get some, like, the ball out of his hands and into the hands of somebody else and see him catch Seeing him, having him see somebody else catch the ball is going to give him a bit of confidence that can allow him to kind of move through a game. But I don't think we should start Tannehill. He's not ready to go. Well, yeah, I think I think he's ready to go. I think he was going to me. I think he was going to play this last game, um, but he got some weird sickness on Friday before the game. Right, like he was he was questionable for his foot. And then on Friday, he got some kind of weird illness or something. And then so they just kept him out. They didn't allow him to travel. I don't know if it was COVID or what. I don't know what it was. But they just say some weird illness. Um, so, yeah, I mean, looking back at that game, of course, I watched it again. Um, it seems to me, I mean, he's just not ready. And I don't think he's going to be ready next year. He looks scared to throw the ball, right? He's not confident in himself. Um, he had one play where he could, uh, in the second half, the, the last time they let it, they let him throw the ball in the second half, he had Chet Congo uh, open, wide open, and he he panicked and his mechanics were all off and he overthrew Chet Congo, and then that was the last time they let him throw the ball in the second half. Um, so I mean, yeah. We're gonna need. We're gonna like, going back to the Kansas City game. We're gonna need to throw the ball. I mean, we're, we're gonna need to run the ball. Uh, take care of the clock. Um, Patrick Mahomes is gonna Patrick Mahomes. Um, I look forward to seeing Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton, who has been balling lately uh, as our cornerback, he is. Uh, I saw on NFL Live uh, this week. They said that he uh, in the last four games. That he is rated uh, top three cornerback as far as his last four games. So he's, he's finally coming in, into form. He, he started the season off with a little bit of injuries. Uh, I think he's healthy now. He's going to be big uh, guarding uh, Juju. Um, but uh, I don't think uh, that we're going to have an answer for uh, Travis Kelsey. Especially since uh, Amani Hooker seems to be out again with injury. He will not play this game. So... Uh, we're we're gonna have to figure out Travis Kelsey in this game. Yeah, I, I get worried about that in the sense that, like, I would imagine that you bring kind of buyer down a little bit and try to like have him be kind of like a to, at least if Kelsey if they're gonna complete passes, they're not gonna do it, or he's gonna get like, a lot of yards after the catch. But you already know that the minute Mahomes sees him drop down, there's gonna be pump face to Kelsey, and then he's gonna drop it over the top to someone. I would dare say like uh, McCall Hardman, who's just gonna fly down the field and get like a like one play that's set up for him, and and it might go off depending how far Bayard is like to the line of scrimmage, and so those things worry me. Like within the like phases of the game, how much do they start kind of 
reeling in the safety with like Kelsey bait and then kind of go for like the big shots on us. Yeah, they made a they made a trade, uh, which is for some reason under the radar, but they got a Kadarius Tony from the Giants. Um, and I'm not sure how much he's gonna play. Yeah. Um, but if they can get him going like that, that's gonna be a big to me it's an underrated uh trade that, that happened. Uh, them getting Kadarius Tony who just didn't I don't know what was going on with him in, in the Giants. But they didn't get along or whatever. But uh, that hopefully he doesn't get a lot of playing time. Uh, it doesn't seem like Andy Reid said that he's get, he's gonna get a lot of playing time. He still needs to figure out the playbook or whatnot. But uh, yeah, hopefully it's yeah. a good game. Darius Tony, he's he. You were t- I remember talking big about him in that draft because you thought the Titans might take him. Um, and that was the year. Who did they take that that year? Uh, Who did the Titans take in that first round? I oh, think was it two years ago? Or three years ago? Was that ago? when they took A.J. Brown? No, 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 no. It was, after, it was like, a year after A.J. Brown. Uh, we took the tackle that no longer on the team. I can't think of his name. The um, Kadarius Tony is a Tyreek Hill type of player, right? Like, he's a slot guy. They, like, he's really quick. You get him the ball early, and he makes plays, right, yards after the catch. I'm actually really scared of what he can do with them if they just let him rock because I do think he's like a really, really dangerous player um, with the ball in his hands. Yeah, I mean, I, weapons on top of weapons, they don't, they don't seem to be missing a beat. I think this is one of, if not the uh, the best Patrick Mahomes has looked so far, especially with not having a Tyreek Hill. We all thought that they were going to take a step back. On that offense, and just they just seem to keep going, keep clicking. Uh, so yeah, I'm nervous about this game. I hope it's close. I hope we can pull it out somehow. Hopefully, Derrick Henry goes off again because uh, he seems to be rolling and back in the mix of things. Uh, just moving on, Primo, to the next couple of games. We're gonna do our picks, and within our picks, I believe uh, these are the top six games of the week that we have. Uh, the first pick, I'm going to go Primo and just talk a little bit about uh, Baltimore. Monday night game. Baltimore versus the Saints. Who you got? Yeah, this game is really interesting. I think, you know, New Orleans had a, a big game last week uh, against the Raiders, which I'm still shocked at how the Raiders did not put it together. I think the verdict is out on Josh McDaniels that he is not a head coach. Right, like he somehow does not piece these things together in a way where he's like able to manage an entire team. Like he's needs to be a coordinator, remain a coordinator, understand who he is, and just do what he does. But the fact that this team is only one two games so far after adding Adams is crazy to me. And New Orleans put it on them last week and won twenty four to nothing. Right, and New Orleans with. Their backup quarterback, Dalton, was taking over that team because of the front in the back of Jameis Winston, right? Which I don't know how they ever expect this guy to come back at all. Um, but Andy Dalton's been playing really well, and they've also brought back to life Alvin Kamara's uh, season and had uh, numerous touchdowns in that game. One new fantasy football game, I love that tomorrow. Um, but 
in this game, I got to go actually with the other team on the other side because I think that they have they're in a much more risky situation based on what they what is expected of them, which is the Baltimore Ravens. And I think the Baltimore Ravens is a must win for them. Um, they got phrase. I, I go with Baltimore over New Orleans. I think that we're going to see a huge game from Lamar Jackson. It's a Monday night game. I think they're getting Mark Andrews back after he went out uh, last week. And I think that they're going to find a way to like put points up and, and really compete with New Orleans. So I'm taking Baltimore in that game. In your game, which I think is actually the second best game of the week, is, uh, is I think that you have the toughest pick of the week of the six games that we put together. That game is the Los Angeles Rams, the defending champion Los Angeles Rams, against the aging Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who do you think wins in this battle of like struggling teams that are supposed to be dominant? Yeah, what a difference a year makes with these two teams, right? Uh, the Rams, they just, I don't know what is going on. I don't know if they miss OBJ this much. I think uh, Matt Stafford is a lot more hurt than than we originally thought. Um, so yeah, it's crazy to me that the Rams just don't haven't figured it out this year. And then moving on, then you got Tampa Bay on the other side. Um, that offense looks like like trash, and honestly, it just looks it's not even uh, Brady's fault really when you look at this game, right? Like he's I think he's doing everything that he can. But he is a 45-year-old quarterback. He looks like a 45-year-old quarterback. Father Time is finally catching up with him. Uh, the stress life of, of of his life in general, it seems to be catching up with him. Um, so this game, which should be a, a, a good game, right? Uh, thinking about it as coming in from last year. Thinking about the playoff game that they had last year was epic and crazy that that incredible throw to cooper cup to set up a, a field goal is crazy um but the rams they got hammered last week right the 49ers came in with their new weapon christian mccaffrey who had a, a passing touchdown and receiving touchdown a rushing touchdown um, I think his, yeah. I think his girlfriend came in and scored a touchdown, and then like his kid came in and scored. Like Christian McCaffrey went off on them, and I don't think they have they're they're struggling to make the playoffs this year. I think the Rams are, and so I am gonna go with Tampa Bay, and no real good reason why I go. It's really like a coin flip. Like these two teams are <laughs> on the same. They're both no correct. Why? Yeah, no real That's- real good reason why I'm picking Tampa Bay other than just I needed to pick somebody. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, primo. Uh, what I'm going to give you next is a crazy game. I think that uh, when we go into it, um, the L.A. Chargers, who are coming off of a bye, go into Atlanta to the resurgence Marcus Mariota. Who do you got? So in this game, right, like, I think naturally, Chargers, 
Blue's also a team that I expected a lot more from this year and that we've talked about that before, like just how we got fooled into the hype of the AFC West and how we thought it was just going to be this like magical year of like a division of like all top division. Um, so and so I think that with that, um, you know, like I feel like because the two top receivers, Williams and Keenan Allen, who's had a setback in his, his rehab and recovery hand injury that he had earlier here and is destroying, I'm sure, fantasy teams once again than before. Um, I I can't I don't have faith in the Chargers that much in this matchup. So I got to go. Um, the other route with our former quarterback, Marcus Mariota, who I saw him make a run last week that I was like, I didn't know Marcus Mariota was still that athletic. Like he looked more athletic than he ever did with us. And I don't know if that's just that he got bigger and faster and stronger. Or if it's something where like in doing that, you know, like he's just more confident, like, just more free to play and, and move around in the pocket and make runs when he needs to. But the other thing is, Cordero Patterson is coming back this week for them. They've activated him. So the fact that gaining an important piece and the Chargers losing two important pieces to me is like I gotta go Falcons. So I'm going with Atlanta. Yeah, I like. I think for it's you, just, hold on. Marcus Mariota with Arthur Smith. And Arthur Smith, of course, he came from Tennessee Titans as our offensive coordinator. It's kind of a lot to do with him knowing Marcus Mariota, knowing what works for him, uh, revolving the offense around him that fits. So, yeah, I like that pick. I, I, I like – I wouldn't be surprised to see Atlanta in the playoffs, honestly. But, yeah, who you got for me, Primo? Oh, big, big one. Okay. All right. Um – for you, which I also think is a tough pick this week. Um, so these first two picks, I would not want if I were you, just on the, on the fact of just having to select a winner. But the other game is the very, very, I think the surprise of the year, I would say, the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith, who is balling out of control and looks super official. And they end up somehow winning that division somehow. I think you have to consider them in the, even though he might not get it, the MVP race. Um, going against who people thought should be one of the MVP front runners, and it looks like they're just kind of like a dramatic mess in a lot of ways is the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Um, so who do you got now? Because I think that's a big game, and I think that could be a really entertaining game. Seattle Seahawks at Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely. Again, Geno Smith is that dude this year. Somehow, some way, he has rejuvenated his career. Also, like we're kind of talking about Marcus Mariota. He, I don't think he's going to win the MVP, but I think Geno Smith is a lock-in for NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Great call. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yep. Yeah, he, he should definitely win that award. Um, Arizona is just a mess. And Arizona is just... Um, I don't know. They've got so much drama. Again, they don't... They don't... There seems yeah. to be a lot of crazy uh drama in that in that organization there seems to be a lot of crazy uh drama in that organization in that offense together 
Um, sorry, my kids again. My kids make another entrance. <laughs> nah, I was, I was gonna say let it roll for a little bit, and then that way just keep going, and then you can just cut it out. Okay. It, it's just this. Yeah. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of crazy drama in that offense, in, in that organization. I can't wait for Hard Knocks to, so we can see the drama up close and personal. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Seattle. I just think they're rolling right now. Kenneth Walker um, is balling right now as far as running back skills. Tariq, was it Tariq Wooten? Their cornerback out of UTSA is also balling. He is, I think, second in the league in interceptions right now. Um, their their draft picks of this last uh, NFL draft. Uh, seems to be oh, hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, seems to be hitting on all cylinders. So I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks over the Arizona Cardinals. All right, Primo, you're up next. I'm going to give you a sneaky good game. A sneaky good game, I think. It is the Minnesota, I almost called them Timberwolves. The Minnesota Vikings versus the Washington, don't call me football team, Commanders. Who you got? Hey, yo, I, 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 you're right. It is a sneaky pick because of two things, and it's both of the QBs. You got Kirk Cousins, who they're what are they right now? Are they six and one? Right? Yeah, they're six, six and one. one they're bald. Week nine, I, they're six and one, and second in the NFC and second in the league, right? Just behind the Cardinals, we talked about earlier, and they got the pieces, right? Like, they've got the receivers. They got Osborne. They got Thielen. Um, Jefferson. Thank you. Um, they they got just Jefferson. they just uh, traded for Hawkinson. Yes, thank you. Which I think, I'm like, how are people not talking about this, right? right. And then you still got Dalvin Cook, who you just somehow got onto your team. I can't fucking believe. Sorry, part of my life. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yes, sir. Good. Y'all can see how angry I am about fantasy football. Anyways, <laughs> I'm bitter. I haven't won one, all right? I haven't won the championship yet. It's under my skin. All right. Anyways, they got all the pieces, and yet, because of Kirk Cousins, you, I feel like you always got to doubt them. Like, just when they get you to that place of, like, yo, they're the Vikings are for real, Kirk Cousins then, like, just, like, yo, you, let me just fuck this shit up real quick. So, then, on the other end, you got Washington, who we know organizationally is a mess. And it's not that we know that, that we've done a whole episode on that, whole segment on them. Um, but with Washington, they got pieces. And they got a dude that, like, when you're like, damn, I think Washington's done. Like, they, they're a mess. It's like, yo, this dude got so much heart in uh, Taylor Heineke, who I'm, I'm a fan of his. Like, I root for him when I see him on TV. And he could pull something right out with they got Gibson, they got Robinson, they got McLaurin, like they got Curtis Samuel, right? Like they got some guys that like are official like NFL guys. And so in this game, um, although I want to go Heineke, I am gonna stick with the white Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, and just try to like try to stick together. I'm, we're gonna make that a phrase, by the way. And I yeah, give you full credit for that. That was G. But we're gonna make that a phrase. Um, I, I think Minnesota's got too many guys, and I think Washington is still not enough yet, or haven't hasn't done it for long enough with Heineke. So I'm going Minnesota in that game. 
Um, last game of the week, and I can't believe that this is one that we even selected. But last game of the week, who do you got between the strongest team in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills, against at least for listeners in this region, the ever surprising and yet somehow after last week uh, with Zach Wilson uh, still fully New York Jets mode, the New York Jets, uh, Buffalo or the Jets? Yeah, this is uh, if this game were to happen two weeks ago, I think it would have been a lot closer pick. But I'm definitely going Buffalo with this. Uh, the Jets are are their team is crazy good. Their team is crazy good. Uh, they have a defense that is legit. They have offensive weapons that are legit. Uh, but I think it's official that the MILF hunter, Zach Wilson, is not a QB. Right. He just he's not that dude. He's not a QB. They uh they should be looking at a QB in this draft. They should be looking to trade this guy away. He is not that dude. He's he's so sporadic and so crazy. I was never that high on him coming out of the draft. Uh, being over here in this region and seeing him play on, on Saturdays, I was not. I, I did not fall into the hype. Um, but yeah, um, I'm gonna go. But what I'm looking forward to in this game is just seeing Sauce Garner against Stephon Diggs. Like I hope Sauce Garner follows Stephon Diggs the whole game. You know Stephon Diggs, especially like last week against Green Bay, he was so hyped and so much trash talking. Yeah. Like, I, I hope that's a matchup that we get to see the whole game. Uh, but I think that bu- Buffalo is just, you know, they're Buffalo. And they're on another level. And Zach Wilson will wind up losing this game for them in the end. 